Welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Cole Stratton. I am Vanessa Ragland. Thank you guys for tuning in. We've got two really cool, fun guests today. I'm very excited about them. Before we get to them, though, a couple things up front that we'd like to go through really quickly, yeah. if you would indulge us. I'm going to indulge the frick out of this. All right. <laughs> I'm eating bonbons in the bathtub. That's indulgent to me. That is indulgent. Uh, we have a couple of people we need to thank. Yes, because uh, they were so generous and lovely. Exactly. We are completely listener-supported at this point, so uh, any donations are fantastic. It goes towards uh, water for the guests, <laughs> as well as hosting uh fees and and water know. for elephants exactly it goes for we're trying to help that box office 100 percent of our proceeds go for water, water for, for elephants. elephants yeah we're hoping that if we give it enough money it will be better somehow yeah i think we can i yeah, think we can I think we can do it so uh you can donate by just going to our website which is popmyculturepodcast.com and there's a donate button and every dollar helps yep and every like 30 to 100 dollars really, really helps <laughs> Um, but thank you in advance, but thank you now to the following people who were kind enough to donate. And, uh, you know, we've never met any of these people in person, Yeah. but, uh, you know, we would like to compliment them because we are really compliments make you feel good. Yeah, they really do. So first off, Matt, Matt, oh gosh, Matt, you know what? If I had abs like Matt, I would never wear top. And rarely wear pants. Exactly. Matt, your abs are killer. Matt, I don't often get jealous. Uh, it's true. He doesn't. When you walk by and oh. you're wearing like a, you know a killer outfit like that with those <laughs> killer outfit, I can't you know it's crazy. I get really jealous. And, and Cole like tries to find your outfit online. And I can't find it anywhere. So if you could let us know where you got that, so that would Matt, be great. Thanks for the donation, but more so thanks for the killer abs and the fierce outfits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> thanks, Christian Siriano. Uh, Sean. Sean, the hair you have on your head, wow, doesn't quit. No, it is so healthy. I wish someone would say that to me. It is so healthy. Your hair is so healthy, Sean. It's nice. Um, MC Hammer himself, upon seeing it, said it was too legit to quit. So it's not going to quit. It's not. It's that legit, it Sean. It is that legit, Sean. And you also have a smile that lights up the whole room. Yeah. You can turn the whole world on. With, with your smile. smile. Mary Tyler Moore can eat your butt, Sean, right. because you have got it going on. In fact, the writer of that theme was picturing your hair. <laughs> when they wrote it. When they wrote it. Sean, way so, to go. Way to go, Sean. Mm-hmm. And finally, Adam. Adam. Mm. Did you fall from heaven because you're an angel? <laughs> I've never done a pickup line. I don't think that works. Are you, are, Adam, are you tired? Because Why? you've been running through my head all night. Adam, I got to tell you something. The first time that we connected, nothing else has ever lived up to that moment in my life. You've got personality that's like... A really good one. <laughs> I, I, you know, don't often read Vanessa's diary, but when I do... I sometimes leave it out just hoping he'll peek. Her passages about you, Adam, are... Unparalleled, uh, I'd say. It is some amazing poetic prose. And, and the pages um, are stained with fluid. Vanessa, what I like about her is she... She'll take things too far. <laughs> <laughs> and she has in this particular case. My fluid-stained passages... Just to let you know, uh, our sound engineer, Charles, for this episode, stormed out of the room after that comment. 
He's very disgusted by this whole thing. Uh, but thank you guys for donating. Uh, if you like the podcast, you can go to iTunes and uh, leave us a review. It's really helpful. Helps yeah. us to get more ears to the podcast. Uh, very interesting one up oh, the yeah. other day. Well, you might, you've probably already noticed uh, that something is different this episode. It's because Cole and I don't have synergy anymore. Right. <laughs> Our synergy is off because uh, apparently I am the Joey Fatone. <laughs> to my JT. Of this podcast. <laughs> so I will do the best I can with my Joey Fat One abilities. <laughs> Hey, you're going to make it to Broadway someday, kid. That's true. Maybe I'll have a part in uh, Nia Vardalis' next film. Oh, yeah, if you're lucky. If I'm lucky. I'm going to be banging supermodels. <laughs> That's what JT does. That's, oh, is that what she, that's what yeah. he, that's what he did? Yeah. Oh. And he also has a really successful career in like a, different, a lot of different sectors. So it didn't hurt my feelings, but maybe it wasn't the nicest thing ever. <laughs> well, it was a nice five-star review. He likes the podcast. Um, but our synergy me. is so It's off. okay. Um, but thank you guys for your comments that you have left. They've been great. Yeah. And, uh, we like them all, even the silly ones, exactly. especially the silly ones. Uh, also, uh, technically, our T-shirt contest is over. Uh, we've been really busy. We haven't been able to select a winner yet. Yeah. So we're going to let you guys uh, get some in at the last second here if you want to. We would love more submissions. We love everything we've gotten, but um, we're just extending it a little bit. and Because we make the rules here. We're the shot callers. That's right. Boom. Boom. Shot called. So uh, if you have a design for a T-shirt, whatever you think uh, this podcast is to you, um, <laughs> to, uh, you can send it in at info at popmicculturepodcast.com. That's right. We'd can love be a, to see. It can be a JPEG. It can be a GIF. It can, it can be, be a TIFF. TIFF. It can be a ping. It could be a... PSD. Yep. Don't don't make it a text file. Please don't make it a rich text file. <laughs> that's not, not going to help anybody. <laughs> Um, also, we have a cool sponsor for this episode. Yes, this episode was brought to you by Betsy and Aya Jewelry. And um, there are these awesome, awesome people that make beautiful, unique creations. And we came away with a little something-something for our guests as well. And the chicks loved it. They got some bling. Bling, bling. If people want to check out the stuff that they do at Betsy and Aya, where do they go? <laughs> they go to their website. And what's that URL? It is www.betsy, B-E-T-S-Y, and A-N-D, I-Y-A, dot com. I love that you put the www before there, though, for <laughs> newbies. It stands for World Wide Web. Yes, so type in World Wide Web. Yeah, well, actually type in H-T-T-P, colon, backslash, backslash, www.betsyandiya.com. They're going to get so much web traffic from this. They sure are. <laughs> or the weird alternate uh, search engines that are confused will get things <laughs> popping up. Um, but thank you to them. And uh, let's get to our guest, shall we? Hurrah! Woo! And today we have a double, triple threat because you're both triple threats. So it's a. So it's like a six threat. Tough threat. Good. Which is like a lot of babies. We have Garfunkel and Oates. Hi, ladies. Hi. Kate McCucci and Ricky Lindholm. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks I don't for know having us. for triple threats. I am a terrible dancer. You are a good dancer. Well, you though. can pick whatever threat you want. Oh, right. okay. It's not the traditional three. I'm great threats. at nunchucks. There's so one there's, threat. Yeah. That's a legitimate threat. That's, <laughs> you guys ever seen the girl with the triple threat license plate? No. I think she has a Honda Accord. She drives around this? LA? Yeah. Oh, There's man. There's some actress girl, and it says, like, TRP, like, triple oh, threat. Oh, no. A gift from yeah. her mom and dad before oh, she moved absolutely. out here. Oh, Well, no. maybe. Or she's just... She's, like, so sure. <laughs> yeah. She definitely went to college for acting, though. For you musical guys, theater. I that's no my doubt. car. <laughs> just wouldn't that be horrible? Really that would awkward. be amazing. Uh, There's this weird tension the I'm whole podcast. I'm pretty much a triple threat. If it was yours, it would be... 
like funny and ironic. Good. Yeah. Ironic. I'm so I'm like at least three threats. <laughs> so yeah. many threats. You guys don't even know that. I love it when people get the personalized plates that you can't decode at all. Yeah. You're like, why did you spend the extra on that? It's like a game. It's like, you know, like one of those games when you're a kid, like, what are they trying to say? You know, they wonder how I, many accidents those have caused. People are like trying to read them. Yeah. Yeah. There's a game show that was on for a little while called Bumper Stumpers. Oh, that. no. It was on USA, I think. That seems like, like it has staying power. Literally, <laughs> literally what it was, it was like, it was personalized plates that you had to like, it was like, which one belongs to a crazy taxidermist? <laughs> and it would be like, stuffed for you or whatever. And you'd have to like buzz in and say which one you think you want. Someone That's in a- my neighborhood is burning to dance. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, my friend wow. told me this story. I don't know if it's true because uh, it feels it feels like too weird to be true but it, it might be but he uh, lived next door to this old woman and her husband had passed away and like a year had gone by and she like you know had like her american beauty moment where she started working out and like you know just like getting her stuff together and she got a license plate that said a new start but new doesn't fit so she had nu so it said anus tart oh no <laughs> yeah, that's what he swears oh, to god that her license gosh. plate is anus tart and it, it was a new start so it just went through and, and he swears that it's true that's oh, why i couldn't my. get my anus tart yeah <laughs> that's why cole is yeah. anus tart oh, too yeah nobody oh. would read that as a new start yeah. oh my gosh that's yeah amazing. <laughs> i wanted a license plate that said big nessa in high school really mm-hmm. badly but my dad wouldn't let me because he was afraid i was gonna gain a lot of weight Oh, no. And he was like, I don't want you to ever feel bad about this. And it got really awkward. My mom was like, Larry, don't say that. What and if I, you get fat? You <laughs> because yeah. of your license plate? Then I would just <laughs> like it even more. Yeah. I'm too skinny to drive this car. It's a lie. <laughs> Own it. So I didn't get I didn't get one. There, there was a guy. This was in you know, the 90s. And he had showing. And I just thought he was so cool. Yeah? Yeah. Because, Shwing. well, Wayne's World was popular then. That's right. Yeah. Nice. I was you obsessed with that movie when it came out. I think I saw it like three times in the theater or something. Really? I think it'd be funny if someone got that license plate now. Yeah. yeah. Because I think, <laughs> I think pop culture, when people do pop culture, like my favorite Halloween costumes are things that are like four years old. Like they're not old enough to be like cool. They're right. Not, but they're like just so lame. Like you know? Austin like, Powers now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like if someone is like Jar Jar Binks. You're like, it's not like old enough yet to be Ugh. funny. Like so Borat. It's super like Borat. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Super perfect example. Or the, hey the guys, we've got to write these down. And, yeah, I always wanted to do this thing at a Halloween party, like get a group of like twenty together to do this. But you got to like do it in a certain way, like have everybody come as Rambo, <laughs> but have them come in like different incremental times to the party. So <laughs> then one Rambo shows up in a second, which oh, we both thought to go as Rambo, then a third, and then a fourth, <laughs> like and then a fifth. Rambos. To the point where I was like, what? Uh, you know, that is last so Halloween weird. I tried to organize it to go as Angelina Jolie's kids, <gasps> but I couldn't find like the right like racial, but like one person oh, would yeah. drop out, and we'd have, we'd be like, we need to find you know, an and Asian then it guy. Almost gets kind of racist, yeah, like exactly. scouting. We're like, we, <laughs> yeah, we need an Asian guy to come to the Halloween party. Or something. It's just it got too weird. You audition f- people for your your yeah. costume. <laughs> like, what do we wear? You're like regular clothes, like or a diaper. Just yeah, they're little. Yeah, those kids are little. Yeah, I was oh. Shiloh, so <gasps> you'd have to wear a tie. Yeah, did you do Shiloh anyway? No. Oh, I would like it if you did that just by yourself. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm Shiloh. I'm Shiloh Pitt. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing khakis and a white shirt or something. Really, lame. You know I didn't go out for You know your costume is troubled when you have to wear like a hello, my name is yeah. name tag to just kind of explain it to people. Yeah, because you, you get tired of saying it. Like, I oh. have a fallback costume. I have a pot leaf costume that oh. I can go as any year, just in your closet, ready to put mm-hmm. on. Yeah. How does that work? It's Wait, just, are you wearing it in the video? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Not that I stalked you. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the right amount of stalking. That's well, like a fan. Yeah. Watching our YouTube video, I don't think that that's counts not, as I, Yeah, that's normal. That could even be right. research like for this day. Yeah, it fan, was. So. Totally. Just I stalk my email every day. Yeah. Like, constantly. <gasps> stalk my Twitter. I'm totally creeping on my <laughs> email right now. Creeping. I've been watching these 
That was creepy what I just did. But the um, Dougie video, the Teach I've me never how to seen Dougie. this. I don't know what this Dougie okay. thing is. I don't know how it just happened really fast because it seemed you like know, it wasn't. I've, I missed it. I've seen it trending and I just yeah. didn't click on it. I don't. That right. was smart. But uh, people, I was thinking <laughs> when I saw Beyonce do it with the kids, she was doing one of these like with Michelle Obama, like, hey, we're going to go to schools and teach oh, the kids how to fit. be fit. Um, yeah, I don't know if that's really working, but she was like teaching them how to Dougie, but it doesn't look like anything. And then I watched the music videos and I don't think Beyonce should be teaching that to the children. Like it's, is it really sexual or is it, I think the group in general, just the vibe is not kid friendly. You know what I mean? It's like Superman, that hoe for a bunch of kindergartners, not (laughs) the same, but kind of just like, I don't want, (laughs) you don't want kids. It's cute. Kids love Superman. It's so funny that Michelle Obama is getting criticized for that particular issue. Like she couldn't have picked a more benign issue. Yeah. Like, Stay fit, kids. Like, and they're like, she can't tell me what to eat. It was, like, it's just so it's weird. Like, how much backlash? Like, she could have picked like almost any other issue would be more controversial. Yeah, I don't think than, there like, is a less controversial one. Lunches. Right. Oh, stay like, off my lunches. Yeah. In a Boston newspaper, they said they were going to take fluff out of the options for kids because it wasn't healthy but like what's fluff out oh, of the marshmallow option? fluff oh it was like okay. in i was thinking right. fluff it in a newspaper like a fluff oh no piece. no and i was like what <laughs> yeah no, no more sweet. human interest stories yeah no more sweet <laughs> no, kitty not for kids. From yeah, yeah. Human interest is like they were selling fluff sandwiches at elementary mm-hmm. schools um with peanut butter and they were going to take it out and there was this huge diatribe about like democrats like being so bad and i cannot be more shocked that that is controversial like that you wouldn't want to pump your kids full of sugar but hey there it is guys um, i mean i get i i would i would maybe have a problem with it if they said you can't bring this kind of sandwich you can't bring a snack right but if they're just not selling it like so what like yeah we're only going to sell healthy food in the cafeteria you can still buy fluff yeah you can still make your kid a fluff sandwich. Which you should all the time. Yeah. I've never had really fluff. Good. I have. It's pretty sweet, though. So sweet. I, I can't really handle it. You can't handle it. It's too sweet. I bet it's you like can handle it. like the truth. Oh, um, I get it. The thing I remember in my school lunches in my junior high school is they sold New York seltzers, which What's I haven't that? seen in a year. It was this uh, – there are these drinks that I, you can't really find too often anymore, but they're just like – Basically, like carbonated flavored water, like, like clearly Canadian. Like, exactly, just <gasps> like clearly Canadian. Mm. But they're New York seltzers, nice. and they came with like different crazy flavors and stuff like that. But yeah, I haven't seen those since then. Did you have like a most enviable school lunch item that, like, if you brought, you could trade for stuff, or that you wished you had? No, I was oh. really boring with my school lunch. On purpose? No, just because I was I, peanut butter and jelly <laughs> and a coke. That was it. Wow. And I couldn't even finish the entire peanut butter and jelly because Aww. it was between – we would start – I'd go to on the bus at 6.15 and I didn't have lunch till 1.30. So by then I was beyond hungry where I just didn't even – it was just like – It's weird that you never in 12 years thought to bring a snack. Well, <laughs> because I just thought it wasn't allowed. You know, I just – I was such a by-the-rules kid. Like where would I – I couldn't sneak a snack. I didn't think I could. It didn't, didn't occur to me. <laughs> Well, yeah. you could have. Yeah. I could have. So could have. I you know. Have nunchucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I you know, can do right? what you want. <laughs> <laughs> what right. brought you guys to L.A.? Acting. Yeah? Yeah. I wanted to be an actress. And Did I, you have an in when you came or just? I had so little in that it's, oh, I literally can't believe that I'm sitting here. Because when I look back, <laughs> this is I'm like. where you've made it. <laughs> <laughs> on the top of culture book. There is a bowl <laughs> with tiny chocolate yeah. snacks in it. Yeah, I just want to say. Of water. 
Sorry. everything. No, I, I, if I had known what I was up against, I never would. I was, I was, it was ludicrous. Like literally, I didn't know a soul, and I, I knew that there was a kid who was like seven years older than me. He had gone to my high school, who lived in Los Angeles, or who lived in Glendale, and was a teacher. That was my only <laughs> And I called, like, my mom to call his mom and, like, whatever. And he was like, oh, yeah, I'll show you around or whatever. And he came to my apartment at Park La Brea. And <laughs> we were walking around the neighborhood. And, and uh, there was a party, like, down the street. And he was like, let's go crash it. It was a <gasps> big keg party. And I was like, what? So we go and crash this keg party. And he gets drunk, hooks up with some girl, and leaves. No. And then I don't know where I am. And, but that's how I made my first friends. Because I was like, I don't know where I'm at. At the keg party? At the keg party. It's and they like, were my neighbors, and I'm still friends with them. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was it's like being thrown in a lake when you don't know how to swim. It's like, <laughs> yeah. well, either you'll drown or... Yeah, you, know. you just get desperate. And I'm like, I don't know anybody. I don't know where Park La Brea is. And they're like, there, right there. <laughs> just look. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, that's, how, that's how little I knew of anybody. Yeah. That's a good story, though. You found your feet. Yeah. Fish. It took years, <laughs> though. It takes so long when you don't know anyone. Yeah. You just... Mm. I came out here for college, so I, got, I had that built-in, you know, oh, yeah. dorm friends, you know, and yeah. that was, I think, a easier way to come out here. And I and I didn't plan on being an actor. You know, I was going to be a toy designer, so I didn't have that pressure of, I'm moving to L.A. to, you know, yeah, make I've, it in the big city. I've read um, that about you, that you're an artist and everything, and that you didn't plan on No, I think, I think when I'm really honest with myself, in the back of my mind, I must have had yeah. that, that I've wanted to do it, and I think that's partly why I came to L.A., but right. also, I, you know, Mattel is in Los Angeles, and I was going to art school, and you know, or school for art, I should say, not an art school out here, but I, I, yeah, I don't think, it was kind of nice to be able to come out here without the pressures of you know, other, other than getting good grades in school. Right. <laughs> well, how did you start auditioning then? Um, well, actually, I wanted to, my goal was to be in an Olive Garden commercial. It still hasn't <laughs> happened. But I thought, oh, you're I'm on your way. I you were on be your in way. I an Olive Garden commercial. <laughs> I think I'm too Italian for an Olive Garden commercial, maybe. Yeah. They, they have you need to be of, a lot more lot generic. Of people. Yeah. 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 And just laughing about your aunt. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I went out, I actually auditioned for one of those a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How'd it go? And they were trying to bring in improv groups. Um, because they wanted like that re- friendly rapport oh and literally like I don't think I sent a disclosure so here we go <laughs> um, you had to like uh, it was about the, like their like never ending pasta dish or whatever right. and, well that's um, what people need uh, that's exactly yeah. it's more carbs so many carbs forever pasta. Yeah. exactly <laughs> and basically it was like you'd, they'd just come out of a movie or something they were talking about like how the movie was good but you know what's even better Olive Garden yeah basically and, so true uh, basically like you, they wanted you to like you know, well, those are just, you know, the, the launching off points. Those are the beats you got to hit. But, you know, go wherever you want to go. Your family and your friends. Oh. Like that whole thing. And groups were going in the room for, I'm not kidding you, 30 plus minutes oh God. a pop. No way. I guarantee you when you see the commercial, lines. it's going to be, great movie. Let's get some pasta. Exactly. Yeah. There's, no, there's going to be no jokes. <laughs> Nothing. Or they basically want improvisers to come in, write the spot for them, and yeah. then take the lines out of that, yeah. and then not hire those improvisers who came up with the lines. Mm-hmm. So they want to hire generic people. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, and actually, I had had like I only had I had to be someplace, yeah. And so I had like ninety minutes or whatever, and I was literally like, I have to leave at this point, and they still hadn't seen my group, and I was like, Bye. You just left. I you could have been on the Olive Garden You're commercial. Right. I could have been. I mean, I could have lived vicariously there. through you if you had. Uh, have great. you met Some anyone yet? Are just not worth it. Any Olive Garden? It's like uh, no, I haven't. Disobedience. Mm, the actors sorry. should like. There should be a point where you're like, no, I'm, that's like abusive. I'm sorry. This whole and anything in LA is like an abusive relationship, but it really is. You just have to keep saying, not tonight. <laughs> is that good? Is that good for yes. the voices of women across America? <laughs> 
Well, that's the thing, too, is, like, technically because of SAG and stuff, you're supposed to only be there for an hour, and then you can sign out after that, and they're and supposed to mail you a check yeah. eventually. But they give you, like, the most shit. If they see you signing out late, they'll try to, like, make you not do it and all sorts it, of stuff. It's like, no. Tell your producers. like, yeah, exactly. Or don't bring in some – or call us and be like, hey, actually, you need to come in an hour. I was at a commercial audition once – for four and a half hours <gasps> when I first moved here and I forgot to sign out. I turned my car around and I came back and I was like, I forgot to sign out and they were like, don't do it. A lot of the casting people and I was like, <gasps> I was like don't Sassy. keep me for four and a half hours. Yeah, it was for a Hallmark commercial. Yeah, I was at a callback for Domino's once. I was there for three and a half hours. And by the time they got to us, we were like the last things they did. They're like, oh yeah, they don't want to see that spot anymore so do this other one instead. And we're like, Hadn't looked at it. Like, I've been outside for three and a half hours. You couldn't have figured this out at least right. 20 minutes ago to let yeah. us at least know what the hell we're doing. And nope. Now, that was awesome. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. This is how many commercials we've done. Kate and I did uh, this uh, Malaria No More benefit a few weeks ago, and they were having, like, all the actors in there were, like, famous actors, except Kate and I, and um, they were, like, you know, like, Ed Helms and Elizabeth Banks and stuff, and they would have to read this copy, and then there was this long thing about them, about the disease, and Kate and I looked at it once, looked at the board, we go, okay, looked at the camera, did it completely in unison, whatever, and they were like, you're the first people who have said that, and we're like, commercial auditions, <laughs> years and years and years, you do Machines. it so much, where you're just like, and you just deliver it, and then. Do you have retention for that stuff? Because I can do it fast, but then like five minutes later, I have zero memory. Yeah, it's gone, you just take it in once, do it, and then it's out. It's almost like a sound, it's like you don't even hear exactly, like, yeah. The words don't mean anything. Right. You just hear the sound and you spit it oh, back out. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. We should do quizzes on here. <laughs> sure thing. But I you know, know getting what. back to Olive Garden, we went to Salt Lake City last weekend and we <gasps> asked, um, we were like, what's a fancy restaurant nearby? We'd love to go to a fancy restaurant. And oh, no. they recommended Olive Garden. Oh, yeah. man. Every city we go to, we want to go to like whatever the best yeah. restaurant is. We're like, it's, we're there for one day. We want right. to, and right. we're like, what's like the fanciest place? And he's like, you know, there's an Olive Garden like 20 minutes away. And we were like, ha, ha, ha. And then, we, and then his face was like, what? And we're like, okay, cool, thanks. Thank did you, you go? We did not. Uh, we, but your family when you're there. I know. We tried to get into Applebee's, couldn't get a table. Tried to get, and this was like at 5.30 on a Friday. Oh, no. It was hopping, guys. And then tried Whoa. to get into Chili's, couldn't get a table. Ended up getting takeout from the Chili's to go out, out wow. the back. It was like 20 degrees. We're standing outside. It's, it's snowing, and we got Chili's takeout because our lives are glamorous. You are very glamorous. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're here today in all your furs yep. and the gold. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's a little much, but I like it. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. You <laughs> sort of a the, backhanded compliment. But the blingiest <laughs> guest we've ever had. Yeah. The blingiest, yeah. yeah. Blingiest <laughs> for far. sure. Yeah, uh, our, our Hummer is waiting outside. <laughs> oh, is that what I hear? Yeah, the driver. It's on, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the driver's just waiting. He, yeah. right. You know, we like to keep the temperature in there. The and same. I think they're playing your album. Is that what's yeah. booming? Oh, yeah. that's all we listen yeah. to. It's, right. It's in our rider. Naturally. When, people, when we get picked up in our Hummer, that you're mm-hmm. playing all over your face over and over and over. <laughs> the music version. <laughs> that's all over your face, available on iTunes. Yes. Wasn't that oh, good? Oh, great. Thank you. Great. Yeah. Really, really we'll, nice. we'll do a better one later, but I'm pretty proud of the one I just did. I can just slip things in. Well, let's uh, let's talk about this. I feel like we have to talk about this. Uh, last week was the White House Correspondence Center. Yes. yes. And the start of the entertainers versus Donald Trump uh, in general thing. Yeah. First Obama kind of takes him to task. And then Seth Meyers relentlessly pounds into him. That was amazing. It was pretty great. Especially yeah. just to see the camera on Trump completely still away. Just couldn't laugh at himself. Not well, at I all. think he should be taken as seriously as any other reality star. Amen. You know, it, yep. it, him, Sarah Palin, the situation, it should all be the same camp, you know? And everyone, oh. yeah, people should, people should really respect that. How can't they learn to laugh though? That's the thing. Like I you'd know. think some coach in their life would be like, you know what? I know this isn't your personality. I know you're uncomfortable. Just like smile and like nod your head. Yeah. Obama laughs like Joe Biden. You'll yeah. pick on him and he'll be like, oh, ha ha. Yeah. Like, you know. 
what is going on? Oh, and yeah, he's I mean, so loathsome now. Any service to look like he has no sense of humor. It just turns people off to him. Yeah. Further than they already are. Yeah, off exactly. Yeah. Which is impressive yeah. at this point. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I wondered, will the his shows even go on? Because he's getting so... Like, will The Apprentice keep happening? Yeah, it, it still gets rated well. Though, I did think it was hilarious that the Bin Laden announcement came at the same time Celebrity Apprentice was starting. Oh, did it? How yeah. did you know that? Because people were like, uh, is this intentional? Like, they've known for a while. Oh, were right. they holding the announcement to just be like, fuck you, Trump? Oh. There's no way that's true. There's, uh, no, not that's at all. That's got to be his ego it's talking. Co- it's just a coincidence. <laughs> it, it took them 10 years to find him, and they were crafting <laughs> the announcement, and they're like, this is... Wait, hold on. Can we wait a few we're hours? We're get you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Your celebrity apprentice are going down this yeah, on one of the coasts. <laughs> We're taking <laughs> down the other big guy. Right. <laughs> Kaboom! Oh yeah, so we shouldn't talk about Obama or uh, Obama, Vanessa. I was gonna say Bin Laden being dead, but I accidentally said Obama. I'm really people sorry. People keep saying like the Osama Obama. It's it's, it's just people keep doing that accident. accident. Uh, someone did that on Fox News. Did you see that screenshot yes. that it oh. said Obama Bin Laden dead? Oh, yes. it said on like on typed out. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. no! Wow. I bet it's one of those like type like just it fills in because they type predictive. Text. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Like, oh my like iPhone's that. predictive text is haunted right now. What, what did it what? say? It's doing this thing. Whenever Ooh. I type the word in, it replaces it with like the um, the little triangle thing that shoots up. You know what I'm talking about? And I can't figure out how to fix it. It just started doing it. There's a ghost in my machine. Spooky. It's really weird. I get that looked at. Do you I know who so. lived in your phone before, maybe? Or my, my was it like built on a burial ground a, yeah, or something? <laughs> my phone was haunted. I, I think I took over some old ladies phone number like she must have passed away or like gotten rid of her phone or something because like you know when you um you call someone and they're like you're like ricky is not available and that never gave me the option to put my name in and there was a computerized thing that said mabel wyatt <gasps> is not available oh, no. yeah really creepy. forever and i didn't even know about it because it was only sprint callers could hear it so only people with sprint would call me and it because everyone else heard ricky and then and then someone was joking me they're like mabel wyatt and they were all doing that and i was like what is that and they're like, what do you mean? And I, I had it for like four years before I knew. Oh, that is really creepy. Mm. Yeah. And it could Mabel. be a very low stakes horror movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mabel. Just getting all my voicemails. The, the voice messages are coming from inside the house. <laughs> um, I just get creeped out. So there's this, uh, I've I wanted to talk about this for a while. There's this oh, new yeah, VH1 reality show coming out mm-hmm. called Famous Food. So far, so good. You like yeah. food? Yeah. Who doesn't? I like, like famous. <laughs> air quoted famous people. Yeah. Sure. Uh, it's a new reality show where a bunch of reality stars will run a restaurant, um, really which excited. I actually saw them filming it up by Catch Up on Sunset when I was driving oh by God. there. Is Vanilla Ice on it? No. Even uh, better. Even better. Uh, here's who's on it. Adrian Curry. No. Even uh, better. But, but you just named two things that have food related, like Vanilla Ice and Adrian oh, Curry. Oh, yeah. You're right. smart. Yeah. Both of you. That was intentional. It wasn't. See, he's on it. Pizza Jones. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Heidi Montag is doing it. No. Heidi Montag is on it. Yep. Uh, Danielle Staub from Real Housewives. Ooh, my favorite. Oh, I don't know. She's crazy. She's nuts. So you want her running your food out to you. Vincent Pastor from uh, The Sopranos. Which one did he play? Uh, he was one of those mafia kind of guys. He was, the, I think he's, uh, was he Italian? Yeah. He's Italian. Oh, that yeah. guy. Uh, Brown hair? Think Italian? He might have been yeah, big pussy. In, I imposing. might be wrong. Big pussy. Um, that was a character on Sopranos. Oh, man, that is a really dirty name. <laughs> How did he get that? We started a letter writing campaign like five years after the show goes uh, off the air. It's come to my attention. <laughs> my name, Big Pussy, was on your show. What's uh, up? 
<laughs> Jake Pavelka, The Bachelor, is on it. I have never seen him. Two of the rappers from Three Six Mafia. What? Oh, wow. Uh, they they are Oscar winners. If you that's yeah. right. I'm sure they'll be bringing that up several times. Yeah. I'm not taking that Parmesan cheese out to the table. I've got an Oscar. Oh uh, and Ashley Dupree, who I guess is a singer of some sort. No, Ashley Dupree or Dupree is the girl yeah. that had sex with Elliot Spitzer. Oh well, there you she go. Was the, oh, yeah. yeah, she was the like the the, the topless girl. Yeah, right. Okay. So was, she was the, yeah, she was a prostitute, and she was on the cover of oh, of the New York Post all the time. And they therefore, gave her, like, a column in New York Post for a, a celebrity. While. They gave her an advice <laughs> column about dating in the New York Post for a little while. Oh my god, that gosh. did not go well. I'm guessing. Weird. Yeah, but she. I yeah, think she she'd have a really like, good handle on relationships. Yeah. I would ask her for advice. I'd ask her like, for food. What am I doing wrong, actually? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could I wow, that is a that? really weird list. It's got to be weird, though, if you're, like, in that restaurant and they bring food out to you and, like, nobody's recognizing them or very few people. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Here's your food. Oh, great. Could you... Uh, go away. Go away now? <laughs> Thanks. I would not recognize Ashley Dupree. I recognize her name, but, like... Right. I don't think I would recognize any of these people except for, unfortunately, Heidi Montag. Yeah, you can't Daniel. miss her. No. She's done a lot of work mm-hmm. to make sure of that. Yeah. Poor girl. <laughs> Poor girl. Did you see that uh, Bristol Palin got plastic surgery? <gasps> On what? Yeah. On her face. Like, it's all She different. looks really different. Whoa. Yeah. She and looks, she's a cute girl. She yeah. was a cute girl. Like, no, she... Well, uh, you didn't, like, before, I mean, I thought she was just cute. Pretty dumpy. Well, <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Like, in those Dancing with the Stars, it, like, it wasn't... I would not call her a cute girl. She's no. like a... Four. I think she looks really. <laughs> I'm not even being mean. I was being nice with the four. I mean, am I, <laughs> am I wrong here? It was a strong four. You guys are. She's a, she's a strong four. Are you guys? I, am I, I think she's very am wholesome I alone looking. In this? She was my friend. I, I would think she. I would always tell her she was so cute. Yeah. Here's the thing. I don't. I. I wouldn't look at her and be like, "You need plastic surgery." <laughs> I would, no, that's I would be true. like. Yeah, I'm not really attracted to you, but I'm not un- unattracted to you. You know right, what I mean? She's like a four. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's a good. But no, good she question. doesn't need plastic surgery. I think she's a six. Okay. Which is weird. Like, why do you get that when you're already, like, very famous, very rich, yeah. very much out there? She's very smart. Yes. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and sometimes that really can hurt your career, like the whole Jennifer Grey nose job thing. Like, honestly, yeah. like. Or whatever's going on with Fergie. Anyone? She has changed a lot. Has she? Mm, I haven't yes. seen pictures of her. She was on, I'm telling way too much about myself, American Idol. And she ah. came out, and I thought it was a Fergie double. Like, it did not look like Fergie. <laughs> and then I went on the internet, and everyone agrees, but still no big splashes are being made in the media. She's being paid. Like, someone is paying for a cover-up, but she has a new face wow. on her head. I'm pretty sure. I feel bad for people because, like, yep. they, people only get judged on the results. You know what I mean? Like, if they get oh, yeah. a good nose job, people are like, ooh, you know, she looks hot. But if they get bad, it's like they can't, you can't help the results. But yeah, they get, there it is. Yeah. Well, what about Bristol, good or bad? She looks really different. I she looks fine. She looks this the same level of attractiveness, I think, but just different. Just a different form. Yeah, she got a new chin. She definitely Whoa. had. She definitely had her a chin. Double chin yeah. sucked out. Oh, she was nice. working so hard for that five. We're not going to give it to her. I know. <laughs> Sorry, Bristol. A pity five. No yeah. one. I want to talk about something we've never talked about on the podcast. Okay, go for it. TGIF lineup. What is TGIF? Oh, I, I, uh, you asked what our favorite shows yeah. were, and I said that I was just such a fan of TGIF on Friday Night oh, ABC. Oh, from the eighties. Yeah. Oh, yeah. TGIF. That was like that was so exciting. That made right? your your week. What was you know? it? Yeah. Family really Matters. Full Perfect house. Strangers. Step by Step. Perfect at one point, wasn't on there. Wasn't mm-hmm. it? Early yeah, on, it was. Strangers was oh, for sure. Step by Step. Yeah. Man. Just the ten of us. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. Oh my gosh. No, that is that show on? I love. Yeah, I love. What was the theme song for Just the Ten of Us? 
There's a... the ten of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. Was that Coach Lovick? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and sure I was. thought Marie and he was a spinoff from from uh, Pains. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And Marie was the coolest because she wanted to be a nun, and I thought she was so awesome. Right, oh, but she man. was the quote unquote ugly one because she had glasses. Yeah, she, she was had... like gorgeous and brown <laughs> hair, <laughs> and she had brown hair. Like, Look at her. The rest were yeah, like either exactly. red or blonde hair, and then there is the the yeah. one brunette. She was always getting ignored, and it was like. Wait, take I, off her glasses. Yeah. Do you remember like that episode where she's like, I'm going to go to the convent, I'm going to become a nun, and her mom drives her like out to this convent, mm-hmm. and then she sees a shooting star, and then she changes her oh, mind? Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought that was like, you know, There was Wendy amazing. and Cindy and Marie Lubbock. Yeah. And then there was one the boy, guy right? and the little girl. Yeah. But they didn't have storylines, really. <laughs> the little, um, that's a dumpy little girl, right? Was it? I don't remember. Was it Bristol? That I think it was Bristol. <laughs> I don't remember the Whoa. little girl I, I love that show. She was like a three back there. Yeah. I mean, she got yeah. way more attractive. You're not allowed to rate people when they're under ten. <laughs> I remember even as a little kid, it used to bother me that they said dazes. For one of my dazes, they just made it so it would rhyme. They right. said dazes? They said dazes in there, yeah. Oh one my of my God. dazes. And I was always like, that's not that's right. That's poetic license. That's yeah. what they want, you know? Yeah. It's just weird that there was a time where like, our Friday nights were like, oh my God, guys, we've got a two hour block yeah, of some we, of the best situational comedies. We were such losers. Welcome we to 10. Utica. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty it was, cool. It was a big deal because Friday night at my house in, in Pennsylvania or in New Jersey, wherever I lived in my life, was mm-hmm. pizza night. And so we'd go to a pizza place and we would watch, like, we, we had this one place, Pizza Joe's, where they would let us watch Full House. Wait, <gasps> Pizza Joe, isn't he on that? show yeah yeah yeah. Pizza Jones is doing Pizza Jones. Jones. yeah <laughs> oh okay. right, right. he's doing well really well they tried, they tried to get him he's now but, working yeah. on Sunset Boulevard um but he was working in Nazareth Pennsylvania and um and no so we, they would let us watch Full House at the pizza place while we ate our pizza and then in between we'd rush home and then make it in time for Family Matters it was like our oh. night was revolving around those shows wow. that is so fun mm-hmm. I'll never be that good of a parent to be like to, to take your rush kids my to kids get pizza. From, well, to to like for like a super shitty show, be like, we gotta get home. We're gonna we're gonna miss the first I two minutes. Do I would this. feel anxious like if I thought I was gonna miss. Like I was like I have I was not gonna catch up with the storyline. Oh my gosh, I was so into television. My mom used to hand me the the TV guide and say, "Here's your Bible." Every Sunday. <laughs> what other favorites did you have? Do you remember from that? Oh, uh, Wonder Kevin? Years. I love oh, Wonder Years. Yeah. I had Maybe, such yeah. a crush on Kevin Arnold. Really? Yeah. I used to watch the Patty Duke. <laughs> I, I loved Patty Duke. Oh, yeah. That was yep. great. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. on Nickelodeon, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Remember Clarissa Explains It All? Uh, yeah. That was that great. Was, she was the coolest. She was the coolest. Yeah. I wanted that dresser so bad. I used to have oh, fantasies about like writing the studio and being like, <laughs> I really love that dresser. And I'm so much like Clarissa. Like, if you could just send it to me. What was her friend's name? Sam? Wasn't Sam. It? Yeah. And his real name was Sean, but it's S-E-A-N. And I always thought his name was Sean, and I had a big crush on him. And I found out that it was called Sean <laughs> in an embarrassing way. <laughs> I used to have a crush on Joey McIntyre, but I called him Joey McIntyre because that's what Aww. it looks like. Yeah, it does look right. like that. that Why sense. would I think it was McIntyre? Why would I think an McDonald's. S-E would ever sound like shh? Yeah. <laughs> makes no sense. Yeah. It doesn't. Gosh, our crushes really treated us bad. Sure jerks. <laughs> Jerk is. Did you have a crush on Clarissa? Um, no. Why not? I like the show, all right? Who was you your celebrity know? crush? Did you have one? When, when I was a kid? kid? Yeah, I mean, I, I liked Kelly Martin from uh, Life Goes On. Oh, yeah. Whoa. A lot of guys liked and, her. And Winnie. Oh, oh, Winnie so Cooper. Yeah, Corky. guys loved Winnie Cooper. Well, she was so, she was just like the perfect fantasy girl. She was like so sweet and so pretty. and Eyes you could swim in. Yeah. Now oh. she is like super smart. smart Mathematician. Right? Yeah. Math genius. Kiss yeah. my math. Is that her She's book? got several math books yeah. and yeah. like a theorem and in her name. Yeah. Like, I wonder yeah. if the guy who got to marry her is every day like 
I married Winnie, Winnie Cooper, Cooper and she's Cooper. a genius. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Not only did I marry Winnie Cooper, she's like a math genius. So oh. And she just had a baby, that. which I hope she calls a Mini Cooper because I would. Aww. <laughs> I think his name is like Draco or something, isn't it? Or is like, it? Yeah. A yeah. Harry Potter name? Something like that. Draco oh. Malfoy is her baby. <laughs> I could have made that up. I don't know what her. Well, I, that'd be let's funny say that you, you didn't did just make that up. No. <laughs> I heard its name was Dragon. I'm wondering. I think it might. I think it is something like that because she tweets about it and stuff. So. Oh, I don't. I, like, I should follow her on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I Winnie should Cooper. too. Winnie Cooper, I'm gonna come after you, Danica McKellar. Is that right? Yeah, she does the thrilling adventure hour sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I just went to the show. Last I was night. gonna ask you because I saw the stamp on your hand. Oh, yeah, I washed my hands really. <laughs> Good old unremovable Largo stamp. It's yeah. so fun, and you guys perform at Largo too. Yeah, yeah. we've yeah. both been in thrilling adventure. Yeah, I mean, even times. back in, when they were doing it at the M Bar too. Uh, yeah. yeah, right at the beginning. And actually, your video for Present Face has like. The majority of the cast. Ricky went right. to the well, bar. Well, I didn't know what to do. I needed like people to be in it, and I knew that show was going on. And I knew Ben Acker, so I drove to the M bar with my flip cam and was like, "Who wants to make present faces?" And they were like, "And Ben's like, the whole cast does." And they were like, "All right." <laughs> so I just like went down the line, and they were like, they smiled in the camera. They didn't know me, and I was like, "Hey, it's a good introduction, smile. though." Yeah, yeah. And you get to show them something really fun. Yeah, so. And you guys started performing together like three years ago, two? Something like that. Uh, It'll be three years in in the fall, I think, Mm -hmm. that we started. So it's a little under three years. But but yeah, we started just around town doing like little gigs here and there. And then in the spring of 2009, we started doing shows at UCB. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We never went the open mic route, but we would do like the three in the morning route. Yeah. Because you you could kind of do one or the other. Yeah, Yeah. You could do the show, you know, the Tuesday night at... 1 15 in the morning yeah and for some reason we chose that one instead of like the standing outside the laugh factory one yeah i think that's the better choice and especially yeah. when you have as much production as you guys have. i mean not production but you need it to kind of be a little slick like yeah in terms oh of oh my god it wasn't at the beginning we didn't know how to tune our instruments properly for a good year a probably year are yeah. you serious yeah it was it was john oates that told us how to he was like, because, because it was no. so, okay. So we'd be backstage at a comedy club and you know how quiet it is back. Like people oh. are like, ah! so you can't tune with right. it. Cause I'd have our tuner and you just like, you you could not tune and we'd go out there and be horribly out of tune. And the ukulele is notoriously out of tune anyway. And John Oates was like, you get a tuner that measures the vibration. And we were like, Oh, oh. <laughs> it's been, yeah, but it, we, yeah, we didn't really learn about the importance of tuning till later, much later, <laughs> even the first, time. the first CP. Oh my God. When I yeah. listen to our EP or when I see videos of us from the first year, I'm like, oh, oh. man, our very first show, we did the tomorrow show. Mm-hmm. We went on about three in the morning. John C. Riley introduced us and are on to the stage. I mean, <laughs> so we're like, yeah, it's a pretty good start. Right. Yeah. Except we laughed the entire performance and a friend we of mine the audience laughing and so we'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> we're like yeah, this is pretty funny right guys <laughs> yeah. yeah we giggle I, I was the worst I remember I my friend make you giggle oh my god we, it took us a while to stop laughing mm-hmm. and I remember my friend who saw our very first performance she was like you know it was it was good I just think you might want to laugh a lot less like she was trying to be nice about it but uh yeah, yeah. but we figured it after out after our first hour-long show a shocking number of people gave us notes unsolicitedly oh that's well, here's the funny nice. thing they Which, gave you notes i did not receive yeah, one me but even oh. kate's friends are like i had something for you and kate uh let kate, kate know you're really intimidating yeah people <laughs> are like i cannot approach yeah. kate she will freak out on me with her nunchucks yeah. <laughs> it was super weird though because it wasn't necessarily people in the comedy world mostly it wasn't and they're like i liked it but i have one note um and i was like no i'm not accepting notes <laughs> like no, no no let us have two shows and then i'll accept notes like give us a month like 
That first show, I'm just remembering now that I think the chord from the guitar to the like amplifier was, was very short. short. Like, yeah, you, everything you could not move. Oh <laughs> Every, my gosh. It was hilarious, though. The show was awesome. But that was, it was your 30th birthday, yeah. right? And it was like, it was just packed. It was like this great first. It was a great Yeah. Night. It was our first show. It was my 30th birthday. It, there was like tons of boys there. It was like, hey, oh, were, yeah, there. Ricky had her pick at the end of the night. Yeah, was that was crazy. Like, I think I peaked. How many did you pick? <laughs> I just picked one, but, oh. but you had your it, it, it got down to Boring. three, and they were kind of waiting it out. Do you know what I mean? It was. Yeah. I definitely peaked. I, I don't think I'll ever have a night like that again. It is funny though that they do wait it out because they yeah. still think that maybe one, like you know. <laughs> yeah, it was like the person who waited the longest basically wins. I went and made out with, and, and then fell asleep. Yeah. I keep thinking you know, peaked like we're peeking no. through curtains. <laughs> Like no. we there's on these three boys. suitors behind that curtain. Yeah. I'm well, going to I can't peak. imagine just staying out till two in the morning at a bar ever again. And, <laughs> and or like making out with someone in my car. Like all that stuff feels like blech to me right now. But at a time, it was a special time. Yes. Yes. Well, when you guys did that first show, did you have plans like that? You would keep performing and performing together, or I was mean, it like? I think we work? we were having bit. fun at that point and realized like this is something we want to keep doing. Yeah. Um, but I don't think we ever could have seen that we'd be doing this this often this you know traveling yeah. and you know making shows and doing all the other things we're doing but i think ricky had a vision of that more than be- f- first before mm-hmm. i did yeah. I, it took me a little longer to to catch on and be like oh yeah <laughs> wait this is something yeah. so but it it really uh, i mean i think yeah i mean early on it was just one of those things where we were just like saying doing those smaller like yeah. open not open mics but you know Late gigs night. around town yeah and uh it just sort of snowballed i guess and now you guys have an HBO pilot you're developing. Yes. yes. No How big cool deal. is that? It's really cool. Yeah. Like the HBO, like the channel? No, 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 oh, no. Oh, okay. No, okay. Yeah. No, yeah. Yes, the channel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, no. It's no. pretty crazy. It's it's a long process, though. Yeah. It's a lot of, like, rewrites and what, like, so, you know, we've just been in that process for months now, and hopefully, you know, hopefully we'll shoot Yeah. Some. We'll see. I mean, it's a... A lot of back and forth notes at this point. We'll mm. see what happens. Do but. you guys have a lot of creative control? Unclear. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> it is it's unclear what what the final. Yeah, I yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, that's I don't know what's going to end up happening. I mean, I guess right now because it's still in the we have this idea and right. here's this thing and yeah. But I, I don't know about ultimately. Are the notes like we need more boobs and uh, violence and <laughs> Actually, backdoor sex? And, no, uh, they're not. They're, <laughs> it's it's kind of the opposite because Kate and I are really crass, or I am, I should say. You're along for the ride. And I, like I've, I've, I've learned one swears. note where uh, our executive Nick was like, "Okay, I'm not a prude, but." You guys say cunt a lot in his <laughs> script. He's like, you might want to take that finger bang out. Um. He's, like, he's, like, can you, he's like, can you take it down to only two cunts? Whoa. And we're like, all right, that sounds reasonable. <laughs> it's kind of moving in on some stuff. Plus, you just you, know, you put extra ones in the script knowing you're going to get yeah. that. Totally. Yeah, really, yeah, you just yeah, want yeah, it yeah. too. We want to yeah. pepper it with cunts. Yeah. And whatever we get out of the exactly. end of the day. How many they last <laughs> you just said pepper it with cunts on the podcast. Just <laughs> yeah. FYI. That they sounds like just the celebrity food show. Heidi Montag definitely peppered this. <laughs> the, 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 real, the Real Housewives open a restaurant called Peppered with Cunts. <laughs> they just fight. <laughs> they don't actually serve anything there. No. Just fight. Nom, nom, nom. But there's a lot of sneezing because of the pepper. It would make much sense, actually. We're pretty tired. You guys have been so busy lately. Yeah. Well, do you have a moment in your head where you felt like it um, it turned for you guys as Garfunkel notes as like, oh, this is going to be kind of our mm-hmm. our full time follow thing? Because I mean, you're both actresses in your own right, and 
Um, All sorts of other things. For me, I think it, it was the Montreal Comedy Festival. I think was when we realized that we might be onto something because yeah. we, we didn't really know what a big deal it was. And then we went and we kind of looked around in the, you know, the, at the end of the night, everyone's in this lobby and we're like, oh, there's no women anywhere. Yeah. And we're like, okay. And there's no one with instruments really. There was like a couple people. It was right. like very few. And we're like, okay, so this is not a totally full market and maybe we could actually yeah. do something. Yeah. And it is a pretty specific thing that mm-hmm. we're mm-hmm. doing. And uh, so, I mean, and then that that trip, we ended up doing what was it like twenty three shows in something like six that. days or oh, something yeah, crazy? I don't know. It was we had our ridiculous. own band. We would do like three shows a night, and it was it was and yeah. so fun. Do you fun. guys repeat shows a lot, or do you just have a set that you kind of mix up? Uh, uh, well, we have yeah, it depends on the audience and what the show is, and but we have you know our our favorite songs that yeah. we think are going to mm-hmm. either go well and then we'll kind of switch it up here and there. But, but we're getting to that point where we're sick of our material and we're yeah. ready to retire. I feel like we're outgrowing a lot of it. Like yeah. we're, we're changing too. So it's like, yeah. it, well, it's like that show where I was like, I want to make out with a boy in a car. Like, I just don't want to do that right now. I'm, right? Like, I'm like, I'm tired. <laughs> I don't, I want to watch law and order and do a crossword. So. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing, you know, make out with a boy in a car song. And so now we're, we're doing like, the Meh. law and order crossword songs, which are just oh, as yeah. exciting. Yeah. Hilarious. Those sound really good. Yeah. Yeah. Riveting. Dum, dum. <laughs> yeah, but we're 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 starting to we're like in an incubator period. We're writing a lot of songs. Yeah, now. we're just ready for new material. I think yeah. it's been you know almost three years of a lot of these songs. Yeah, right. so right, it's time to keep writing and making new things. But that's the exciting part, you know. Yeah, and we actually have a long list of song ideas we need to yeah. to write. So we have like five songs that are a third done. Yes, so we're we're getting there. Yeah. You go, yeah, you go, girls. Thanks. Women. So, so I, I can't gloss over this though, Ricky. You got to work with Clint Eastwood, like yeah, yeah. Twice. no big deal. Twice. Yeah, That's, it was my first movie. It was Million Dollar Baby. So crazy. That must yeah. have been nuts. That was weird. I, I, it was again. Like I was so kind of like, I didn't realize what a big deal yeah. it was, and I'm glad I didn't. And I, it kind of hit me when I was on set, and I was like, oh, I'm doing a scene with Hilary Swank and Clint Eastwood. Right, because I was like, oh, I have like three lines in this movie, and then I was like, oh, it doesn't matter. It's like a big deal. Yeah. And, and then when it won the Oscar, I was like, oh, jeez. Oh, okay. That. Yeah. I, I got that because I was doing this little play, and Clint Eastwood was in the audience. Man, that's yeah. a nice story. Yeah. And then his casting director, I, the play went to New York, and his casting director came to see it too, and she was like, hey, Clint wants you to audition for his movie. And I was like, all right. Well, if I have time, we'll see what I, was I like, can all do. All right, I guess. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't have an agent or any. I didn't have any. That is so help, crazy. So, yeah, so it was exciting. So that's not coming out to LA totally dry. Uh, or well, no, no, no. This was I'd been in LA for like three years at this oh, point. Oh, okay. Right. I, I mean, you weren't there yet. I didn't know how to. No, no. The play had started in LA and then it sort of took off and went oh, to okay. New York. Okay. And then yeah, it was, it was this play that was like a twenty-five seat theater, and then it just like got popular and then went to a bigger theater and That's then went so to New York and it was like a crazy experience but yeah that was yeah I had nothing going on nothing <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah keg parties it took lost. me five years to get an agent yeah mm-hmm. well I mean that's what happens when you don't have any clue like I was doing mass mailings to William Morris I'm like yeah yeah now I'm like whoa what a waste of a stamp but I didn't but it had to you have to do that stuff I yeah. think to just sort of figure out what you do have to do in LA. Yeah. Everyone's path is so different in LA. Totally. That's very true. Isn't that weird? Yeah. <laughs> I had an acting teacher, though, that said something that I love, that an overnight success is five to seven years. Absolutely. And it's like at least five to seven years. Although, I have to say, I've met three people who their first audition became a series that went for at least seven years. No. Three people. Who? Yeah. Uh, Topher Grace. 
What? That 70s show. Uh, Alexis Bledel on Gilmore Girls and uh, Matthew Gubler on Criminal Minds. That's First crazy. Audition. crazy. All three I cannot imagine. Yeah. So, like, sometimes those articles are true. They're like, sometimes they, they weren't even planning on being wow. an actor. And then someone was like, you look right for this. And you read those and you're like, yeah, yeah right. right. Well, that was like, I think Edward Furlong before T2 was just like, eating ice cream on the steps of like uh, YMCA or something and a casting director spied him and thought he had the right look and brought him in. Whoa. Wow. That's crazy. It's so strange. Yeah. He's gone on to an amazing career. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. He's everywhere. You you Um, can't get a vanity fair without seeing his face. You can't. He's everywhere. That's so mean. (laughs) (laughs) He's a three. (laughs) (laughs) Burn. Just kidding, Edward. It's listening. hard out there, man. Yeah, it is. Most writers and everybody things got weird. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. I it's came here tough. right during it. And, oh no, uh, you did. Everyone keeps telling me like, oh, things are different, and and then there was SAG strike, and all these things have happened. But to me, it's the only thing I've ever seen. Oh, so I can't believe that it. Things could be are different. different. Like when I first came to LA, it was in two thousand one, and it was before like the big reality TV boom. So yeah. there was, you know, every network had three shows a night or four shows, whatever, you know, seven nights a week. Yeah. So there was so much more to be on. And then after the writer's strike there, the movies are like a third and just, yeah. That's so yeah. crazy. You missed out. The golden age. Yeah. Sure did. <laughs> uh, well, let's do firsts. Yeah. Shall we? Let's uh, do it. That's the thing we do every podcast, a different first question, like the first movies on the theater, things like that. So the question we got for you guys is what was the first song you ever remember writing as a kid or later? And what was it about? Oh, I, I wrote a song called Betsy the Cow when I was like 13. And it was, I wrote it on my electric guitar while Whoa. wearing my snowsuit. Because um, <laughs> it was a snow day and I'd just come in from sledding and I just went down to the music room. We had a music room in our basement and with my snowsuit on, wrote this song called Betsy the Cow. And uh, yeah, that was, a, that was a big deal. We played that a lot, my brother and I. What was it about? Uh, it's about this cow. I can guess. Is it about a cow? It is about a wow. cow. Wait, is it a girl cow? Uh, uh, yeah. What's her name? Um, it's Betsy. Oh. And, um, and, and basically it's about how this, this uh, farmer is kind of in love with this cow and then she has to go and get slaughtered. <gasps> Which is sort of dark for 13. Yeah. But, um, I, and just to paint the picture, my snowsuit was from the – my mom bought it from the grocery store. <laughs> so, and it was a, it was a made of bananas. It was a boy's snowsuit, navy blue. So just me as a 13-year-old with my navy blue snowsuit on in the basement with my little electric guitar playing Betsy the Cow. Why do you have your snowsuit on inside? Uh, Because I I sometimes, like, can't wait to do something. Like, I wanted to write a song before I could take off my snowsuit. You were so inspired. Yeah. Do you remember what made you think of Betsy? No, I have no idea. It just came to you. It just, you know. Oh, man. Creative spark. Exactly. That happened with Edward Furlong, you know? (laughs) You just yeah. had an idea. Eat an ice cream cone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to eat this ice cream, and yeah. the next and thing you things know. things are going to change, yeah. Boom. The first song I wrote was called Mr. Snickers, and it was to the tune of Mr. Sandman. And it was, I wrote like nice. a, I wrote like a 10 minute musical about getting trapped in Candyland, And I was like stuck to a bubblegum tree and. Whoa. Didn't, yeah. didn't your school do this show? Right. Well, what yeah. happened was I was, I was so type A and I had so many activities and I was in this, this thing called Odyssey of the Mind and we had to like. Oh yeah. Olympics yeah. of the Mind. Yeah. yeah I, was I did in, that. I was in, yeah, I was in OM and. Um, they were like, we don't know what to do for this. And I'm like, I'm going to write us a musical. So I went home and wrote this musical. And then I like kind of had like a bit of a breakdown because I was just too busy. Like I did, like my back gave out and I had to like, <gasps> be on my couch for a week. Yeah. How I like, when you were 10? I was 13. Oh. And I, I was just like, I was in basketball and I was in the, and I had, my mom was like, I can't deal with this because every hour she'd have to pick me up and take me somewhere else. Oh my gosh. And I would, I would go from after school until like 930 at night and then I would do my homework and then I'd have like something before school and like, I don't know, I don't know what my deal was, but I had to, they made me, uh, go down to like 
only like five or six activities. Oh. And so I ended up quitting OM. And but I they still had the musical. They put your musical and it ended on? up like going to state. <gasps> yeah, I was like, oh. But yeah, yeah. O- the OM's crazy because like mm-hmm. there's different categories and stuff, and you create stuff, and then you go into a competition if it's good. You move on to state, and then you move on to nationals, and mm-hmm. it's kind of like what they do on Glee nowadays. And that show, <laughs> yeah. it's like you're competing for this next thing, but. But it's, it's all like weird. usually like scientific stuff, and ours was like a funny musical, and so and it got pretty far. Is that like different. gifted? The gifted program kind of similar? No, or? it's not. You don't have to be gifted to be. You just have to okay. join really, and then you just make stuff. Complete a project. Right? Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I the think teachers don't pick you. You just sign up. Okay. We mm-hmm. had to do something where like it was like you had to do a story around something, but you had to build like some sort of vehicle out of wood or something like that. That was a thing. That was the thing you did. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. Wait, how old are you? I'm 34. Oh, yeah, I'm 32. We might have been in it, like, at the same time. Around. Probably around the same time, that yeah. was That was the thing, and we built this, like, tree thing, like, the bubblegum tree that was, like, it would, like, move and, like, go back from Candyland. Weird, right? Yeah. yeah we had That's to build funny. some weird thing. We built some, like, superhero plot around it that we're mm-hmm. putting together this vehicle. And at that time, I had this weird injury because... Uh, <laughs> We used to have one of those old square wood TV, like the big freaking oh, yeah. TVs, mm-hmm. right? And we had like a little mini Nerf hoop in the f- in front room that I would play uh, with with oh. my dad. And I went to like try to score and oh. he decided to play defense all of a sudden. And I'm like, <laughs> what, 10 or whatever. Right. And I bounced off of him and then I caught the corner of the TV oh, set. Oh, no. I like just missed my eye, like yeah, a tiny yeah. scar. Yeah. Like, but it was too small so they couldn't stitch it. So I'd have one of those butterfly band-aid oh, bandage yeah. things those that just attractive. takes up like your whole face. Yeah. And I was like in fifth grade or whatever. And I was like, this is great. So during the competition for that, I had this big, Aww. and it was, and they had a photographer there from the, the local paper who took a picture oh, of it. No. So there's a picture of me in this like little wood thing with this crazy butterfly <laughs> stitch. I spent on my face. three months with a band-aid on half my face. What did was, you do to your face? I got bit by a dog. <gasps> and Ooh. yeah. And you know, you had stitches and stuff, but you like. Like, you can't go in the sun because oh it's, it's your face. So you, they were super protective. So I abandoned on my face for three months. And that was the three months my parents decided that I needed to, like, get a job. Oh, and I was no. I was 16. So I worked and I couldn't get one because I would go to these interviews with a Band-Aid, like, oh. on half my face. And oh. I looked crazy. And I finally got a job at the McDonald's inside the Walmart. <laughs> but they made me work in the grill. Oh, like, I didn't no. work with customers. <laughs> so every day I would go to McDonald's with, like, a big Band-Aid on my face. I'm just thinking and they wouldn't let me talk to people. The grease would probably, like, soak Grease's into the Band-Aid. I, know. Like, oh. I don't know. Oh, man. Did you yeah. work the fryer? Yeah. I wanted to do that. Oh, it's really? super exciting. But just to dunk something. You just <laughs> great in, stories. Oh, you stick oh. it in for three and a half minutes. Ooh. And then you dump you out the fries. Got it. Did you yeah. ever have a weird odd job like that? or Not so much. No? I didn't. I did, like, odd jobs for people. So I rode horses and stuff, and so I was doing, like, a lot of, like, stall mucking and mm-hmm. things like that, but... One time I got to care for some baby squirrels that had gotten hurt in a storm Aww. and baby feed some goats at the same time, or bottle feed some goats. Aww. So I had weird animal jobs, but nothing like... That's cute, though. It was really cute. Working the fryer at McDonald's sounds a lot better. <laughs> I know. It does no. sound better. You could put that on your bucket list. Yeah. We'll do it at some point. My fry bucket list. <laughs> That's right. <Ew. laughs> what, was, what was your song that you wrote? Um, I wrote a song when I was about 10. I still have like a very weak bladder and <laughs> I had, conv- I've seen something, I think a twilight zone on hypnotizing. And so I convinced, my- I had a pocket watch and I convinced myself that I could hypnotize myself out of having to pee because I had long oh, wow. <laughs> and so I made up this chant that I still do now. Like if I really have to pee, I just kind of go to it. One, two, three, four. I don't have to pee no more. Five, six, seven, eight. I don't have to urinate. <laughs> <laughs> and I just did it over wow. and over. Oh, but you go, wow. yeah. Oh my god. 
Yeah. Oh, God. That is pretty nice. Yeah, it's a good oh, one. And man. I made up these words with my friend Yonga and Yale. And they were like, Yonga, Yonga. <laughs> like you could trick each other out of peeing. But I really believed <laughs> in it. And <laughs> one time, <laughs> this is so embarrassing. I wasn't going to go here. We were at like some church thing, me and my friend in like fourth grade. And she was doing the hypnotized thing to me. But we made up if you said Yale, you would pee. And she said Yale. And I peed in this woman's car, Betsy Mangan. <laughs> but we were on like a little trip. And I, wow. I never told her. I was wearing like a big dress. <laughs> It was really snowy out. She probably found out. (laughs) I got out of the car. Like, we stopped somewhere before we got to our final destination. And I got out and I, like, threw myself in the snow. Like, ha ha, I'm playing in the snow. And then I came back in and I sat down. And I was like, oh, no, I got snow. (laughs) That's pretty quick. You're going to throw yourself in the snow. Recover. It's not the only time I've had to cover up for being somewhere inappropriate. (laughs) It's kind of an art form at this point. You should take your urine confessions to Broadway. You know, it could be your new show. Everybody can come wow. up and tell urine stories. Oh, man. you great. You're in or you're out. That's right. Uh, my first song was, strangely, Betsy the Cow. I, oh, wow. Yeah, weird, what? right? We could do uh, a mashup. <laughs> exactly. Uh, my thing actually was, I can't remember what I called it, but in like fifth fifth grade around the same time, like our teacher gave us a project of like having to come in and like perform a song, preferably something we made ourselves. And the whole class was like, no, like yeah. at the time. <laughs> but I was like, uh-uh. you know, musical theater kid and theater kid. So I was like, yeah. all right, I'll, you know, figure something out. And uh, all I did is like, this is, I don't know why I decided to do this. At that time, like, I was really into the movie Labyrinth because it was awesome. And I had like the soundtrack, which had like the three David Bowie songs and then a lot of score by Trevor Noah. You remind me of the babe. The, the babe with the power. <laughs> that whole thing. And so there was like an instrumental track that was like part of the score. And I was like, I can hear lyrics to this in my head oh, or whatever. No. So literally all I did was like, I wrote lyrics. I don't even remember what they were. They're like the cheesiest, most generic, like crappy like lovey song lyrics you could possibly write you and then it in front of your class yeah like i played the song like the instrumental track and just sang along to it I mean, everybody had to do something on? no this was pre-injury <laughs> um so that was i think that was mine there's and then the kid who went after me like brought like a, <laughs> a little xylophone and played la cucaracha oh i remember that who wow. got big pussy at the end of the day la cucaracha kid oh yeah it's typical was, though my teacher was like they were having like a parent teacher conference that night he like wanted me to come in and do it that night and i was like no thank you <laughs> i'm not ready to take this on the road <laughs> yeah. i'm just workshopping it right now so. exactly so let's uh let's do this new segment it's a new one it's a new one oh, okay. trying it out here So we're going to give two things, and we're going to kind of debate what we think is the better thing. Much like Thunderdome in Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, two men enter, one man leave. So the idea for this Thunderdome is, which is the better John Cusack character from the 80s, Lloyd Dobler and Say Anything, or Walter Gibb Gibson from The Sure Thing? Is that a joke? No, seriously. If you had to make a case for... Lloyd Dobler. Really? Is there any... You you don't agree? I don't. Lloyd Dobler is like the greatest character that ever existed. I don't like the coat. I don't, oh, don't, I don't like it. And the dumpy boots, I think he's a dumpy sad sack. And I think Gibb, at least he's spunky. Mm. He's kind of a mess up, but he's spunky. So I'm voting for Walter Gibb Gibson. I still have fantasies that someone's going to be outside of my window playing a song, holding up a radio. 
or yeah, I bet it's gonna happen now that you said that, yeah. and it's not gonna be fun. It's gonna be scary. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be really scary. The song will be like, "I'm gonna murder you in your sleep" as I'm a death metal band. I'm like, oh. this wasn't oh my how gosh. It was supposed to go. I, I loved Lloyd Doppler. I was in love with that character, and I thought that was gonna happen to me in life because I really related to the Ioni Sky character. Oh yeah, like the slightly. And from what you've yeah. already said, yeah, yeah super kind of, type A, like yeah. overscheduled. Yeah, I was. You like, just need to let loose. And totally, let and I was like, in. someone's gonna come and make me have fun. They're gonna oh, make man. me have fun. They're gonna go to Europe with me. And my dad's my gonna get caught for tax evasion. Not that part. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I was in love with Lloyd Dabbler. He is so cute. I know. I'll give him that, but I'm a hundred percent give all the way. You? I'm kind of. I love them both. Like I really identified with Junkie Zek in a lot of ways. But for me, Gib was like the shit. Oh, I thought wow. that Lloyd Dobler was going to win this. I know. I thought there was. Won. I thought there was no contest. That's well, amazing. Kate, you can still vote. Well, I've only seen Say Anything. I didn't see the other ones. Oh. So I guess I'm going to have to just go with what I know. That's good. Okay, so we so tied. We'll, we'll, it'll stalemate. I think that's Which is healthy. Which is fair, because they're yeah. both like pretty great characters. You could stand up for either side, really. You really could. I just hate big, dumpy coats. That was not the best coat or boots. No, no just true. a bad outfit. Give him something slick. Give yeah. him a little tight something. Yeah. I'm a big Zac Efron fan. I say you could take notes from Seventeen again. Those great outfits in that movie. It's a great movie, actually. It's so good. Yeah, right? I liked it. It's so fun. It's so unexpectedly fun. I'm a big... I stand up for that movie. <laughs> I love body swaps in general. It's my favorite genre. Do you remember like Father right. Like Son? Oh, yes, I oh, do. Yeah. Yeah. That was oh. a great movie. And vice versa. Did you see that one? No. Yeah. The Fred Savage, mm-hmm. Judge Reinhold. Yeah. Oh. I missed that one, but I would like to see it. Really that good. That one's actually better than like Father Like Son. Really? Whoa. I follow Fred Savage on Twitter. Yeah, he's me funny. too. He, he's a smart... Another one. Like, Wonder Years was a little brain machine. Yeah. These people turned out nice. Cast that? They're like, we're going to cast hey. people with bright futures. <laughs> And then it worked for them. Mm-hmm. It sure did. All right, Vanessa, let's do your question. Okay, are you guys ready for this? Yes. Mm-hmm. Have you ever met an Olsen twin? No. No, I haven't. Okay. Um, she has it every time. Yeah. It's- and this is kind of a question because of your Glee thing video. Ain't nothing but a Glee thing. If you had to do a duet on Glee, mm-hmm. what song would you do and who would you do it with? You go first. Oh, gosh. I think I'd maybe go with the song that, that I've, I've been obsessed with and Ricky, too, um, just because... It's of the moment, but um, Josie's on a vacation far Ooh. away. That's a great <laughs> song. Who would you do it with? Oh, gosh. If I could pick anybody? Dead or Alive? No, on Glee. On Glee. Oh, on Glee. Um, uh, oh, gosh. I don't know enough about Glee. I would do the theme from Titanic with Leah Michelle. Whoa. Because that feels so dramatic. It would just be so cheesy, and it would be so Epic diva. shots, and the two of us just like looking out into the horizon. Oh, man. Yeah. That's what? a good choice. You know how people hate it when Will Schuster raps on yeah. the show? Mm-hmm. I would do like Bare Naked Ladies one week with him. Oh, just to make yeah. like the worst thing you could possibly. Oh my gosh, that's nice. That's like the from earlier. Like it's not quite ready. Like it's like three years old. Like kind of weird. Right. To make exactly. <laughs> not. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you're doing something with that. Right. And twisting. I'm still trying to think who I would sing with. What kind of a voice Jane do you Lynch. want to go with? I know. I was thinking Jane Lynch, but does Jane Lynch sing on it? Sometimes. She can in your episode. Every once in a while, yeah. All right. Well, let's say Jane Lynch and I sing in uh, the outfield together. How about that? I would like that? to see that episode. That's a yeah. good I'd episode. I'd like this whole episode. We should get cast on there. Yeah. Hey, guys. Um, guys, we should just write the, the script and submit it. We could send it over to It'll Paramount. Oh, yeah. We'll yeah. Just... Hey. That's my magic yeah. snaps. You know yeah. what we can do? We can stage the musical outside the Paramount gates. Totally. Oh, like and like hold up a thing, too. I hold up a boombox over our head. Yep. It's easy to get those things produced. Like that's what your parents think, right? Totally. Just oh give yeah. Them, like, oh. A phone call. Oh, my, my parents have told me about Glee and that I should be on it. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, and I was wow. like, thanks. 
oh, and I'm just like, at this point, I'm like, yeah. But Ricky, they're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I get those calls usually like, are you famous yet? Oh, <laughs> like, oh, okay. okay. Well, yeah, that's a good, I'll, I'll, I'll work on that. Yeah, if so. you have to ask me, <laughs> yeah. I think, you know I think you'd figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> you should be in a movie. Oh, movie. oh, I hadn't thought about okay. that. Okay, okay. I was just trying to do regional commercials. <laughs> yeah. That was my goal. But you know, I'm going to make a call on Monday. I'm going to make it happen. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I, mama. I heard they're doing a Spider-Man. I think I'm going to go I'd like to be that guy. Yeah, I could be Spider-Man. Sure. Yeah, screw the Olive Garden. <laughs> I'll be married. I'm still holding out. I really would love to do an Olive Garden commercial. I think it's going to happen for you. Yeah. But you know what? You know who else wanted to do this? Who? Kendra Wilkinson. She was a big Olive Garden fan. Really? And she kept asking, like, on the girls next door. She, she really loves Olive Garden. And then Olive Garden released a statement that she doesn't stand up for what they believe in. <gasps> Which is what? Never-ending um, pasta? Yeah. And wonderful breadsticks? Yeah, mm-hmm. she doesn't stand up for those things. Wow. So... But she can make you nauseous, which so hey. can the Olive Garden. Or so. you can want to eat her. Whoops. Ooh. Whoa. Hey. <laughs> and next question. Uh, <laughs> this is a fill-in-the-blank. And you can each do it. If the world could wipe out blank, I would celebrate by blank. Oh. Oh, I just think of serious stuff. I know. Oh, you can say that. That's fine. If the world would wipe out malaria, I would celebrate by writing a song about it. (gasps) That was a good job. That's nice, Ricky. There you go. It's crazy that there's still malaria. It's crazy. And you should celebrate when there's not. When there's not. I think you made a very PC statement, but Thank they'll you. still rip you up, yeah. just like Michelle Obama. Yeah. yeah, Ricky went to Africa um, to help with mal- fight malaria. Would you say? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I. How did long any. were you there? Just a week. What was yeah. it like? It's called Comedy Fights Malaria. We went to Senegal. It was me and wow, that's Paul amazing. Shear and Ed Helms and Nick Kroll and Natasha Leggero. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was very eye-opening, very perspective. Giving. <laughs> yeah. What's yours? Oh gosh. Um, oh gosh. If I could wipe out. Um, I don't. Uh, oh god. I don't. It was a hard question. It's a tough one. Can Can you go around and I'll, uh, go, Cole? If I could wipe out Ed Hardy. Oh. I would celebrate by painting a pastel dragon on my chest. Oh, that's good. Nice. I don't know. Um, if I could wipe out split ends, right, mm. ladies? Oh, yeah. I'd oh. celebrate by never getting my hair cut. Just let it grow. All right. That's a lighter one. Yeah. <laughs> you can go any way you want. <laughs> See, I, I'm going with the ozone layer, but I, if you wipe out the ozone oh, layer, then the whole... We'll the, die. The next celebrate right. by dying. <laughs> yeah. some, there it is. There Thanks for that, Kate. <laughs> and on okay. that note. A wizard appears and offers you one of two punishments because you've really angered them by saying something horrible about wizards in one Way of your go. songs. Would you rather have a zipper butt or a button cooch? <laughs> oh. Now, the zipper... Will rust. You'll have to take care of it. But the button is really a drag. Ooh, zipper hey. butt. I don't want to mess with my vagina. Yeah. I'm, yeah, zipper I'm, butt just seems like a little bit easier. And kind of almost cute. Like, whoop. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> that is a little cute. It makes butts better, I think, to have a zipper on it. Yeah. Button cooch is kind of Amish and adorable, but just in the moment, in the moment, it would be like... You not a good bit. Yeah. It would be weird having to like tell somebody who you're starting to date that you have a zipper butt. Though, yeah. You know? <laughs> or a button cooch. Mm-hmm. Either way. <laughs> a little awkward. Let's go, let's go in your car and you can unbutton me. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is the last question. Thor is going to be a box office smash. <laughs> hammer. Uh, and a studio has approached you to create a mythical character who uses a musical instrument to smush their enemies. What is the name of the character 
and what instrument would they use? Mm. Oh. And you can cast it if you want. And you guys can work together on this one. It okay, okay. Um, Mabel Wyatt? <laughs> <laughs> and her instrument yeah. is a cell phone that does a boop, 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 boop. Yeah. <laughs> nice. yeah, it's Mabel Wyatt's musical cell phone. But who would play Mabel Wyatt? Uh, it's got to be Kathy Bates. Mm. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Sorry, guys. <laughs> what but, about, uh, oh, who's the woman from West Wing? Allison Janney. Oh, oh yeah, I love her. Mm-hmm. Maybe and she's kind of scary. Maybe sometimes. the character has like two heads, and it's it's <gasps> Allison Janney and Kathy Bates with one cell phone. I would see that. Boo 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 boo. Mabel Wyatt is <laughs> sold <laughs> or something. Yes, sold. <laughs> uh-uh, uh-uh. That was the last question. Oh, well done. Guys. I like those games. Thanks. Though. Thanks. Fun. Thanks. Yeah, we love party games. So <laughs> just try to bring them to everything. And now we're gonna play Heads Up Seven Up. Everybody put your thoughts <laughs> in the oh my god! Oh, I forgot about that, that game. Everyone yeah. at home, just listen. <laughs> that game was the Heads worst up, because whenever you played it, there's always that one peaker. Kid, mm-hmm. Well, not the peak. Who cares about that? The kid who's a dick who would come over and smash your thumb. Oh, oh I didn't. I don't think girls got smashed. No, no, you guys didn't. But there's always a dude because the guy's not gonna walk over and like Bitter. do that. But he'll yeah. walk over to some kid. Because the girl like, would go, oh, he smashed my thumb. Yeah, a girl would immediately trouble. end the game. Yeah, I would you know, immediately call him out. It's a funny game when you think about it in the in a, like from a teacher's perspective. Like, how can I get these kids to shut up yeah. and be quiet? Let's play heads up, seven up because like they're not gonna talk. Or yeah. silent ball. You ever play that? No, what was that? Silent <laughs> We do it sometimes like if it was raining and we couldn't go outside for recess or whatever. We'd all have to sit on top of our desks and the teacher would bring in a Nerf ball. Oh, yeah, we did play this And game. you would throw it around and if you dropped the ball and you should have been able to catch it or you did a bad throw, you'd sit back down in your desk. Or you talk, you'd sit back down in your desk. <gasps> Whoever's left wins. Wow. Nothing. You just win the game. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a way of like, oh, I can keep these kids in here for 10 minutes and like they won't be annoying because they're not allowed to talk. Wow. We fell for it. Always right. play Silent here. Ball. Yeah. Let's play it now. Okay. Uh, oh. <laughs> I laughed. I'm out. <laughs> I think Cole and Ricky won. Good job, guys. Congratulations. Thank you. It's pretty cool. You get to talk about the that if you want. That was exciting part of the night. <laughs> <laughs> By far. Well, you guys have an album. Yep, that we do. That people can get and listen to. And so many great videos and songs. You guys are so Thank you. talented. Thank you. Um, but the album is called All Over Your Face. And you can get it on the iTunes. Mm-hmm. You guys have a website, garfunkelandoats.com. We yep. do. It was available. You guys got it? Yeah. Shocking. <laughs> yeah. Um, Triple threat. Not available. I wanted that to be my actor website. <laughs> or anistart.org. Oh. <laughs> org. Dot org. Dot gov. Dot gov. Dot edu. It's, There's so much to learn. Instructional site. Yeah. Um, and of course, uh, you guys are constantly doing shows all over town. So if you live in LA or in other towns, check, uh, go to your site and stuff. Yeah, we'll post it and on Twitter. And you guys have Twitter. What yeah. is your Twitter name? Garfunkel Oats. We couldn't get the end in there. So. Man. Mm, too long. Oh. I'm at Vanessa Ragland. I'm at Cole Stratton. And the uh, podcast is at, at PMC, PMC Podcast. podcast. Hey, how you like that? I like it. I like it. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. I like you. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Bye. 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 Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com. And follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs>